Hi everyone, my name is Luke Black and I will be representing Serbia this year on Eurovision and I am here on the podcast Building Bridges with Dave and Sebi. Building Bridges. You're good to go. Welcome to Building Bridges. I'm Sebi. I'm Jan. And I'm Dave. And this is a Eurovision podcast for the rest of us. Well, Luke, first of all, thank you so much for being here with us. Um, how are you doing since the national final is over? What have you been up to? I've been, I've been, I've been working a lot. I've been sleeping for the past couple, like for two weeks after I won, I, I was really exhausted. And then I started slowly waking up and doing, you know, loads of creative and loads of office work <laughs> that, you know, is required for your vision. So yeah, it's, it, there's loads of things and, but, but, you know, I'm really, really happy um, with the way things are, are going and I'm just, you know, getting to be more and more excited. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it must be a thrilling time. You must be busy like every day, probably with interviews, with preparations, all that. It is. I don't think there was a, a day that I didn't have an interview. So so it, it is quite busy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Your song, Sami Sespava, is of course very, I find it very artistic and also full of symbolism. Um, would you maybe like to go further into detail what the song is about? Yeah, um, well, the song is, you, you know, an anthem for for people who just want to sleep on the surface. Relatable. But, you know, <laughs> there there's lo there lots to unpack there um, in regards to, you know, the message that, you know, people sometimes understand things that are close to their hearts. And it's true. Everything that people... You know, when they hear the song and what they feel, that is the truth about the song. I wanted, you know, through the song to kind of cre create a pop anthem of, of like, you know, being sleepy and wanting to fall asleep to all of the problems that happen within ourselves and the world. Mm. But also with my performance, I wanted to, uh, you know, make a, a ritual of waking up, which is, you know, me battling the robot on stage as as in a video game and you know waking everybody up and you know ending victoriously having beaten the robot uh, or the enemy um and you know the enemy is whatever your enemy is i i can't you know like everybody has their own enemy in a way that they need to conquer and and you know that is that is the point of the song and of the performance, definitely. Yeah. Simply speaking. <laughs> and can I ask, what was the deal? What was the deal with the lobster? Because <laughs> he's in all your yeah. pictures. It's actually just. I mean, it's in two photos, <laughs> but like because the photos are just like circulating <laughs> yeah. and it's being used everywhere. Yeah. Um. I the lobster. You know. Um. I'm I'm a big Salvador Dali fan, and and you know. Salvador had his lobster phone and him being a surrealist artist, me wanting to escape surrealism and go into reality um, is something that, you know, I, I got an idea of like molding my own lobster phone and 
for my house because I think it looks nice. And then, you know, everything everything made sense in in, in a certain way. You sometimes do things that you're not aware of um, just be, because. And then, you know, later on, you, you get certain messages uh, that you actually had boiling in your mind. And also with the song, hearing people's explanations of it made me realize actually what I wanted to say. Like this, this song was created in like five minutes lyrically. So there is not enough time um, for me to realize what I wanted to actually say. Um, and then, you know, people, definitely Eurovision fans helped me figure it all out. Because the staging was quite, like you said, very symbolic and very complex. Yeah. And then there's this picture of you with the lobster circulating. And it's, it's getting so, it's blowing up on social media. It's, just, it's so yeah. cool. Follow Building Bridges on Instagram at building underline bridges underline podcast. I read somewhere as well that your, your stage name, Black, uh, came from this homage to the death of Serbian music or the Serbian mm -hmm. music scene. So, like, you even apparently dressed in black for quite a while uh, at the time when you chose it. So can you explain to our listeners maybe that might not understand what that means, uh, how so that came about? I don't about? know what the customs are for, for, like, other people's funerals, you know. But, like, when someone close to you, um, you know, departs from this planet, um, I think we wear for, for black, like, all black for 40 days uh, in, as a sign of mourning. And then, you know, 40 days later, you visit the resting place of the person and then, you know, you, you kind of get your clothes, not, not your clothes off, <laughs> but, you know, you get black <laughs> clothes off and then you exchange it with whatever you want to wear. But, um, but yeah, I was quite dramatic. It was when I was 15, 16, when I, you know, I was like, oh, oh my God, like, the music scene in Serbia has died. The genre that is the most popular here, I hate it. You know, like, you know, every teenager ever. Uh, but, but you know, I started wearing all black and, you know, it got my mom quite worried um, that I was in a cult or something like that. And <laughs> and I was, I was quite, um, it gave me such power in a way because obviously I never wore all black and, you know, going and exchanging your clothes in that dramatic moment, like your wardrobe, getting rid of all of your old clothes. And, you know, now you're just wearing that. It gave me so much power and so much inspiration. And one of the first albums that I actually wrote, obviously never released it, was while I was wearing black. And then I really connected to it. There was loads of emotions while writing it. And that's how I kind of wanted to represent the, the color of the outfits, the black color was a huge inspiration for me. Um, and that's why I wanted to have it in my name, basically, because it kind of gave birth to me as an artist. But like the music scene was definitely revived in Serbia, because I have the impression that lately, especially also in Eurovision, Serbia is on a new path. Like your song is very unique, very original, and so is last year's song by Constracta. Yeah. You have a special connection to Constracta, is that right? She was your mentor. Yeah. And could you talk about that? Like, how did you? What is your connection? <laughs> my mentor, maybe my shaman or something like that. I was, <laughs> I was kind of, you know, 
it it is quite weird because like the bands and the group of of which Construct is a part of, which produced basically Incorporasano, uh, is the band that was the only one that opened the door for me when I was 17, knocking on people's doors. And, you know, I, I kind of met her then, which was back in, you know, 2010, for example. And ever since then, we've known each other. And, you know, there was, there was two girls in the band. One was blonde and kind of more soprano, poppy and happy and then there was Constructa who was more moody and artistic and I connected more to her and we you know we talked about music we talked about life we talked about our understandings of mental health and the world and we've done that for a long time you know not every day obviously but um, every song that I made I played it to her every song that she made um, I listened to and we you know we we kind of we de- but it's just what friends do. It wasn't like a mentorship. We were just, we were just friends, yeah, and you know, I really care for her. And you know, it was always a, an inside joke that she was my aunt, um, in a way where you know, my metaphorical aunt. <laughs> yeah. that Like you know, we do kind of similar things, different genre but similar approach. Yeah, but you know what? It actually it actually looked like that when you won the national final and she handed you the trophy. She looked like a proud aunt or something like that. <laughs> that was so sweet. I don't know if I can explain this. This is this is, you know, when, when you talk to people who are not in Serbia are not part of alternative kind of music. The the, the moment of her you know, her and I struggled a lot with, with like acceptance. Mm in the music industry in Serbia for like 10 years or or even more so for her. But the moment where she, as my one of my close friends, as a member of alternative pop music in Serbia and art, a true artist, is hand, handing the award to me, that was a surreal experience, I swear. This is something that I'll never forget. And... I didn't even know that she was going to be there because I didn't watch Eurovision or or our, I always say Eurovision, but I mean our Eurovision in Serbia. I didn't know that the previous contestant comes and gives you an award. So when I won, I didn't even expect her to be on stage. And then she came in and I was like, oh my God. And you know, it was such a great thing because it was all very new and very overwhelming for me. And imagine seeing like a really family-like friendly face yeah you know that is that is something that like grounded me at that moment and from then on i was kind of like calm and you know giving interviews and you know i was ready (laughs) but yeah she must have a lot of eurovision advice for you as well right we haven't seen each other (laughs) ever since i won (laughs) uh yeah i've been really i haven't even seen my parents but um we will be traveling together i think soon uh to one of the pre-parties in spain so mm-hmm. so there will be a, a plenty of time for us to talk um yeah. on on the plane ride and you know to connect and there's loads of things that she has given me advice for in the performance itself and you know about having fun and you know just letting it all out and you know being being 100% me and you know it it's it's quite important to hear that you'll you'll have to excuse sebi he's a little bit of a construct a mega fan uh, 
I, I still, my ears are still ringing from the rehearsals in, in Italy last year when he was screaming when she was on stage because I was sitting right next to him. So I'm kind of and still getting over we that. Were, huge, huge fan. We were in the arena next to each other during the semifinal and she was announced last. Like out of all the qualifiers, she was called last, and like yeah. I was freaking out. I was all- you were you were sweating bullets. <laughs> yeah. You were terrified she wasn't going to qualify. I think all of <laughs> Serbia was like that at that moment, right? If I go to the finals, I hope my name is first. I I think I won't be able <laughs> to handle it. Like I'm like uh, I don't know, but but yeah, it was it was quite stressful. But it meant a lot more for me for her to go into the finals and win than it means to me in a way. It's always like your friends that you're kind of more aware of their success rather than you know myself i i you know i know that i can handle if i if i don't go into the finals or something like that i'll be sad but it's on me but like when you see your friend there you want her to succeed and that is yeah it's 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 more stressful i guess no, well, I we'll was see. looking. I was looking at her in the green room, and she was pretty relaxed. I was like freaking out, but she was like pretty relaxed during the announcement. And she was meditating, of yeah. course. Like that is, <laughs> it is something that I don't do. I'm usually whatever I do, I just go in there, and I'm like, and then you know, there is no, there is no awareness of the situation where I'm in. Yeah. Like I did, didn't even prepare for the performance at the national selection. I just came in and just did it and yeah. went off stage. <laughs> really uh, yeah that's very impressive yeah <laughs> well the quality i guess we shouldn't be too surprised by i mean um of course you were the first artist from serbia to be signed to universal uh back in 2015 which is huge um such an achievement um and here we are now almost a decade later and now you're deciding to throw your hat in the ring for eurovision is there a reason why you waited so long now I'm in. I think in, I think I know the answer, but I'm curious. Well, yeah, it it all stems from me being an independent artist, and like it, it just I I I'm just like at at one point in 2018, I think I parted ways with Universal, and um, I I flourished a lot as an artist, definitely with within being on my own, and you know it it was slower, it was a slower pace. I should have been releasing more music, and you know, um, being but but yeah i think applying to your vision is definitely um something that comes from a sense of freedom which i felt and you know that that was one of the and you know i came back to to construct and zemnagruva in a way I, I you know i was working freely with them we were just having fun and i was having fun with my friends from school in london uh, and you know the the clubs uh, in London and you know producers that I met and then that's how this song was kind of produced in the end like it was it was it was a really a labor of love yeah because I, I was wondering if there was another link to Constructor there because 10 days after Eurovision last year you tweeted okay I got the Eurovision song so I was wondering <laughs> if that was like if there was like some connection between oh yeah my friend just did this so can I <laughs> no no, no, no. It was it was me trolling on Twitter. That is like literally one of the things that I do and my sense of humor, which is maybe sometimes misconstrued or not understood, but I'm literally never serious. And and well, I am now, obviously. We're talking it, about same reality, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but in but on Twitter, you know, okay, I got the Eurovision song, like what does that even mean? Like, I, I just, you know, sometimes I tweet a letter. It doesn't really 
mean anything. But the whole thing about that, though, is that a lot of people um, started retweeting it, started being like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And at, the, at that moment, you know, I didn't I didn't even think of some of Mrs. Power because I thought the song was four minutes long. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. OK, <laughs> I'm not going to make anything shorter because it won't make sense. So I can't apply with that song. But then somewhere in September before, well, around August, September, I realized that the song is three minutes long and it's perfect. And I'm like, whoa, this is, this is, this is happening. Like I'm applying with this. This is, this is what I wanted actually if I applied to revision. So it was more like a, a, a positive pressure that I felt from people online that thought of it as a serious tweet. And then I was like, well, I can't leave them hanging. Cause like, there's obviously people who like me. So, you know, there's, you need to, well, you need to, you know, you need to consider that seriously. And, and, you know, I, that's how I kind of started thinking of it, but it was one moment that Constructor like helped me with um, applying to revision in a way where I was like, oh, whether I should click yes, or I should click no. And she was like, just do it, just do it. Like literally <laughs> who cares? And I'm like, okay, bam. And then I click the button and that was it. And here we are now. Yeah, it's oddly prophetic. Like the fact that even even if it wasn't serious, that the tweet still kind of led you down this path. It's really cool. Yeah, it's the people. I, I always it was always like as a musician, like I always I had an audience, but I always lacked like a massive collective togetherness, concentrated on my music, or any art, artist likes that. So I always missed that, and I felt really lonely when I was doing music so the drive was kind of getting lower and lower but eurovision you know that tweet and everything that happened after that when the audio came out and then performance and then winning like i don't know i feel like i'm going to explode from like positivity like i just i just really after 10 years of not having it 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 just is just the best feeling in the world i think i don't know i start to love as well yeah, it's it's just the people. I the people the people are like the most important and the integral part of of my music at least. Like, or applying or trying harder than I can or pushing the boundaries is just because people believe in you, and that is for me the biggest ingredient, I guess, within this competition now. Yeah, but I mean, you've been quite successful before. Like, I was reading a little bit for your career, and like, it, I was very impressed. Like, not only Universal, um, is it true that you did a solo tour through China in 2016? Yeah, that, yeah. How was that like? That's very <laughs> yes. uncommon for European artists. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, I don't know how that happened. Um, it was. It was. Yeah. It was. Um, it was an invite through Facebook, which I thought was a spam because like, you know, like it was half Chinese. Half, like, I don't know. Like you never think you will be invited by, by Eastern Asian like yeah. that. Like I'm not a known artist. Um, they usually like really developed artists that, you know, and they're, they're such loyal fans. Like I haven't released any music for like a couple of years. They still have been like supportive. They still have sent me presents from china to serbia when i was living in serbia for my birthday i didn't even give them any song <laughs> apart <laughs> apart you know like for for years and you know it's just um that was quite a shock for me especially since china like 
is well shanghai and the cities that i visited was like a 20 23rd century architecture and the culture <laughs> yeah. like it was really something that i didn't expect and also like the the numerous amounts of like the amounts of people that waited for me at the airport and the amounts of people that appeared on the shows and i think that was huge success but you know um it happened in 2016 and as much as i can't forget the beautiful experience of it you kind of live in the now uh, in a way and if that's not happening now then you know it will be just a nice memory but the memory is a sad thing you need to you need to make it reality like i i and i'm really happy because now everybody's happy that i'm going to revision from china they are literally expecting me to come back so yeah. and that's <laughs> that great happen, you yes. know the whole world can vote this year so if yeah. china unanimously votes for you you, sh- you pretty much have the 12th from the rest of the world in the back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah i didn't think about that oh my god okay yes so yes promote your chinese fans from yeah. now on <laughs> Yeah, send a few yeah. more tweets in Chinese. <laughs> yeah, they ca- they don't have Twitter, unfortunately. They don't have any right, social yeah. media. True. So yeah, the views that I had on my music video, which were like enormous, were just there. But like in the Western countries, it was like nothing. And um, but yeah, that is a good idea. I will definitely take this into consideration. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> So you've been you've been living in London a lot and studying there. Um, of course, your vision is in the UK this year. So does this addition maybe the fact that you're going to this one make it a bit more special? Like maybe you'll have a few busload of friends like drive up north to Liverpool and see you perform. Um, definitely, I am. Um, well, in a way, people ask me like, "Oh, yeah, like you know, it's easy for you. You know, you have the visa to be there for a while. So because Serbia needs visa, and then." You know, you're just gonna go back there and perform. For me, it's like both. It's like, oh my god, I've been immersed in the culture, and I have to say that living in UK has definitely upgraded me as an artist. It has humbled me. It has made me work harder. It has made me more disciplined and understand music much more. Especially since most of my favorite music comes from UK. But、um, there's also another part to me which is like, oh, you know, it could have been in Paris. And then I would have been, you know, in a really nice hotel eating my bag baguette, and you know, just like <laughs> it would be something that I, where I haven't. Well, I have been there, but you know, maybe like somewhere northeast, like Estonia or something like that. In a way, like yeah, it could have been like a a, a trip that、yeah. ha- that is more of a cultural shock. But I think new, being、yeah. connected to UK. And in Liverpool as well, like my my musical beginnings were with the Beatles, so in a way, it's like, it it's really weird. I don't know. I could talk about this for hours. That's why I'm trying to like, <laughs> make myself say something short and sweet, but I can't. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's really weird. It means the world to me. I don't know. It's a really weird thing. I have to say. <laughs> Okay. Well, speaking of Liverpool, when you get there, obviously the Eurovision team and the world media and press will be there, and you'll often get quizzed. Like I know last year the Eurovision team did a lot of、uh, reels for TikTok and, and Instagram, and they quizzed the artists if they knew a bit about their country's history and some Eurovision history, some like quick facts、yeah. to see if they knew their stuff. So we're wondering、uh, how how prepared you might be for that. We're going to give you like a, a pre-quiz type thing. 
Do you mind if we ask you some 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 quick questions for thirty seconds to see okay. if you get them wrong? It's fine. It's not a we're, test. We're, it's a we're preparation. Kind of like preparing you. Practice. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like a pre- a, preparation test. I know. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so Sebi, you keep an eye on the clock. We'll do about thirty seconds, and we'll see how many you get right. Okay. Okay. Let's start. Oh God. Okay. Three, two, one. So Luke, all right. How many times has Serbia won Eurovision? Once. And when was it? Two thousand and uh, seven. Yes. And who was the artist? Maria Shreifovic. Yes. Complete the lyric. Bit 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 strava. Biti strava, biti strava. Mora, mora, mora. Yeah. <laughs> yes. When Belgrade hosted the contest in 2008, there were two hosts. Do you remember who they were? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, that's good. Well, you know, you must know Jelko. I mean, oh, was he the host? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Because he's done Eurovision a few times, and Jovana Jankovic as well was the other one. Oh, okay. Okay, I didn't. I didn't yeah. know he was the host. I, obviously, I knew that he competed, but um, yeah. yeah, I didn't know he had any hosting skills. That's great. But you yeah, did. I think he was the Mon Zelmalov of the tw- of the two thousands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He did really well. well. He competed in twenty twelve again. I think maybe yeah. no, no, yeah, 20, yeah. yes, with 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 Lorene. It was a tough yeah. call. The year, the year Lorene won. And yeah. now you know with Lorene yeah. yeah. this year. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the game will happen. <laughs> no, no pressure. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I mean, it's just, it's just like she's the Eurovision queen, so there is no, there, yeah. she's royalty. I'm just like here, new, a new guy, a prince. <laughs> yeah, but you know, new Queen Lorraine and Prince Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe the horse boy. <laughs> maybe, that, maybe that's where I am this year. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> No, I don't I think, think so. Be pretty <laughs> but like, do you have other favorites from this year's selection of songs from yeah. this Eurovision? Yes, um, I I have loads because loads of I don't know. From winning, I just met loads of people because I was in Sweden for for the Melfest, and you know, so definitely Finland is my top one. Twelve points, Karia, and. I know it's just just <laughs> I just love it so much and it reminds me of like a punk energy that Britain has and you know with the hairstyle as well and kind of like the glam rock aesthetic and you know a bit of like harshness and and then there's a bit of hyper pop for me or like a nightcore kind of na 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 um and then Norway I love I met her in Sweden uh, and then obviously Sw- Lorene, um, and then uh, well, Joker out from Slovenia, and then um, yeah, dance to their song loads at home, which is quite. And I don't know how to dance, so like <laughs> it is quite like weird for me to like play a kind of like a happier song, and then just usually I just lie down and then you know <laughs> don't move. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, and then um, I love Spain, Blanca Paloma, mm. such a beautiful vocal, very haunting, very, very protruding to like here. I feel it here. Um, I don't know. There's there's loads of people. You know, I because I've been working in the label for a while, I'm kind of like thinking 
of who I would sign. <laughs> like yeah. that's kind of like how I think about music, unfortunately. Um, but but um, but yeah, those are the people that I like, and maybe I like someone else, but I remember. Yeah. Well, um, I also saw that your birthday is coming up pretty soon after your vision, like the week after your vision. Um, do you maybe yeah. have an early birthday wish for the week before your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> to win Eurovision. <laughs> no, I, I just, no, I just, my wish is to, um, you know, continue making music and continue like not lose the friends that I've met through Eurovision. That is like my wish, yeah. I guess. That's beautiful. Well, Luke, it's been a, Big pleasure to talk to you. Um, do you maybe have some final words to our listeners and to all the Eurovision fans that are with us? Well, I'm... All of whom can vote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody around the world. Well, thank you for every every single positive word or letter that has come my way. Um, thank you for understanding me as an artist and the person and for, you know, understanding the message and discussing about it. Um, thank you for being really funny on social media. Um, it just makes my day a lot. And, you know, um, thank you for this opportunity uh, to actually go on the big stage and, and, and you know, perform uh, to the best of my ability. Um, and, yeah, I, 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 I'll see everyone in Liverpool either, you know, in person or through the TV screens or computer screens. And, um hope we'll, we'll I'll get to meet everyone in person on like a tour and something like that. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Luke. We wish you the best of luck for Liverpool. Yes, it was such a pleasure to talk <laughs> yeah. to you Thank today. you so much. Thank you. Thank you.